Welcome to Res Talk, your source for the latest news, opinions, and training from top building performance, rating, and auditing experts. Here's your host, committed building science enthusiast and registered professional engineer, Bill Spohn. Welcome back to another episode of the Res Talk Podcast. The goal of Res Talk Podcast is to communicate some late breaking news and thoughtful insights about the broad array of topics in the world of residential energy ratings to all the stakeholders in the resident ecosystem. So whether you're a consumer, rater, builder, realtor, or appraiser, you'll want to hear about the evolving trends in home energy ratings. Today we'll be talking about the ResNet 2020 conference. We're going to get a preview here with Emma Bennett and Steve Baden. You know, putting together a conference is no mean feat. I know, I've tried. Putting together a conference at the level of the ResNet conferences is an awesome challenge that's handled so well by the ResNet staff. The annual conference is one of the largest communications and community building activities produced by ResNet. So listen as we talk to Emma Bennett and Steve Baden about the 2020 conference coming up February 24th through 26th, 2020 in Scottsdale, Arizona. You want to hear how about this interactive conference is built by participants via session submission and polling. It's a true grassroots effort what the community is interested in. This is a unique chance to interact with the thought leaders and practitioners that shape the rating industry. This is time for you to become involved, become an influencer, and be influenced. This is an unrivaled chance to network. You hear about some great initiatives that embody the ResNet 2020 plan about the expansion of raters and the code verification, the launch of the HERS H2O rating system, and the launch of the HVAC systems efficiency rating system. You also get snapshot of the 120 topics that are on, on the docket, including some that involve off-site tours, three off-site tours, and a community give-back plan activity, which is planned with Habitat for Humanity. Plus, there's a chance to see over 50 different manufacturers and product exhibitors at the exhibition that's attached to the conference. So listen in as we talk with Steve and Emma about the ResNet 2020 conference. Good morning, Emma. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. I'm doing really good and looking forward to the forthcoming holiday. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming right up. And we're sort of I heard from Emma a little bit earlier. We're in planning mode for the conference. Yes. Yes, we are. Good. So we want to give us a little bit of overview about the some of the conference details and kind of dig into the agenda a little bit, let folks out there know what's going on. I'll give first to kind of Steve to set the backdrop of the larger themes and the purposes for the conference this year. Yes, I think it's coming at the right time. There are some exciting developments for ResNet and for the building performance area. We have three exciting initiatives, which we call ResNet 2020. The first is having raters be included in terms of energy code verification and working with in partnership with the International Code Council. We previously had a broadcast with Mark Johnson of the ICC on this, but this is actually going to be coming unveiled. Two, we'll be launching a national outlet launch of the HERS H2O program, which is the water efficiency rating program. And then finally, we're going to be implementing a ability to rate the efficiency of the installation of the HVAC system and provide it credit for HERS index scores. Right now, we basically are relying upon nameplate, but everyone knows that just because it's on a nameplate, it's not installed properly or sized properly. So these are really three exciting efforts that would serve, in our opinion, to grow the industry 
And this is sort of the underlining emphasis of the megatrend of this year's conference. They're all three going to be announced and launched at the same time. And I think particularly of interest, I think, is, and it ties into who's our keynote speaker, because there is an exciting opportunity for HERS Raiders to now also become energy code inspectors. And the International Code Council, or ICC, has just launched its HERS slash IECC compliance specialist. And what this is, is a new certification by ICC of those HERS raters who are certified as a raider, but also have passed the ICC Energy Inspector and Plans Examiner. And what this does is it gives a credential for a HERS raider to be able to show a code official that they have the same training they have on energy codes, plus they have the benefits of being able to do an energy performance testing. And one of the exciting parts is, is that as part of the pre-conference session, we're going to have the ICC is sponsoring a training and then exam for raters to be able to get that ICC certification. And this all ties into our keynote speaker, who is Dom Sims, who is the executive officer of the International Cold Council. So what's happening is, is that despite the breakout sessions, there's some bubbling up at the same time that's going to be focused and, and announced at the ResNest conference. So it's really exciting that these three opportunities that are going to be unveiled in 2020 will be unveiled to the participants of the conference and another reason why people should plan on coming to our conference. A lot of great opportunity to interact with sort of the thought leaders that have developed this and some of the practitioners that are already operating in that code compliance space. It's very interesting. So this conference is coming up on February 24th to 26th, 2020, and it'll be in Scottsdale. So it should have good weather, right? Yes. That is one thing nice about uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. And it's if you've never been there, it's on beautiful grounds. It's one of the best venues that I think we've ever had a conference at. This is probably going to be our third time there. And it's, it, was several, it was so overwhelmingly popular by attendees that we wanted to do it again. Yeah, it's got a real nice flow to the area, to the conference rooms of the uh, exhibit halls and just all the interstitial space in between. Yeah, we take over the hotel. So the networking opportunities is great. You're not just one loss in a crowd of other events. This is the only event taking place at the hotel. Absolutely. So kind of flip it back over to Emma to tell us a little bit about the depth of the sessions, because even though there's these mega themes going on, there's a lot of other topics that'll be covered at the different sessions. Yeah, definitely. We have a ton of topics this year and a ton of great sessions. Uh, I think me and Steve were talking this morning, and I think we actually have a record number of breakout sessions. Right now, we're at 120, including offsite tours. So a lot of the themes that Steve talked about, those will be covered in the sessions, but there's a little bit for everybody. And I think one of the things we're most excited about is we're bringing back offsite tours. We weren't really able to implement them in New Orleans with all the parades going on. But back in Orlando, we were able to hire buses to take people and really get to experience and see the effect of good technology in the HERS rating industry. So this year we're doing a HERS H2O tour with KB Home. We're also going to be doing a premier home tour with Meritage Homes. And then Green Fiber is also hosting tours to show their new facility that's located in Phoenix. So we're really excited to give attendees the opportunity to get off-site and get to experience that. And even though the, the conference technically starts on the 24th, there are pre-conference things going on too? 
yeah, we have a lot of great pre-conference training opportunities and events. So we have things like the IECC training and then the exam that takes place after. And the training is free. And so HERS Raiders can get that new certification for co-compliance. One thing that we're really excited about is starting last year, we decided that when we go into a city and host our conference, we want to try and give back to the community as well. So this year, we're partnering with Habitat for Humanity to do a build day Saturday before the conference starts. More volunteers from the resident organization, Emerging Leadership Council, and other constituents get to give back to Phoenix and help us build a house Saturday before conference kicks off. So That's pretty awesome. So you mentioned there the Emerging Leadership Council. Would Steve or Emma, would you care to talk about that a little bit? Talk about, that sounds new. It should be new for people. So the Emerging Leadership Council is a group of young professionals, actually a wide range of professionals that are committed to driving the industry forward. So it's a collective group that they're doing a lot of different initiatives. And one of the things that they're helping with this year is making sure that conferences is a success. So they're helping us moderate sessions this year. They're going to be at conference with a tabletop, providing different information, just helping attendees really engage. And one important thing that they did this year is the fellowship program, which allows people who want to come to conference, they submit it like they would a scholarship application, and they get their registration and accommodation free for the conference. So we have three new fellows this year that we're excited to have join us. The importance of this is there's a problem in most trades about an aging workforce and the the difficulty in getting younger people to be interested in it. We want to make it open our arms to the next generation to be the leaders of this event, of this organization and industry. So this was created by the resident board of directors as a forum by which what we call our emerging leaders, the next generation of leaders, can network, get the experience, and work together and then help shape ResNets into the future. And I think that it's, this is, I think it's about three years old. It is making some impressive steps. And it is, one of the things I have noticed is what originally the ResNet conference was pretty much middle-aged white males. And each conference since, it's becoming more diverse and looking more like the country. And Particularly, we've seen the results already by ResNet opening the arms to the next generation of leaders. We've seen a lot of really good response. And I've been impressed about what the contributions, dedication, and skills that these people have. And I think that this has been one of the better moves that ResNet's made in a long while because we are making it comfortable not only get younger people to be involved in it, but actually give them the confidence so they can then take over leadership provisions in the industry. Yeah, a lot of fresh ideas coming in. There's actually a website for the conference that's, I'm looking at it right now, actually. It's pretty colorful, pretty interactive, pretty easy to navigate. Any kind of highlights there, Emma, that people should be looking for? Yeah, definitely. So when you go to the homepage, we kind of have some different things you can look at if you're an exhibitor looking for information, sponsor, logistics anything like that. But one of the great features that got added to our website is if you scroll down a little ways, you'll see the registration fast lane. And if you're looking just to get booked for conference, you hear this podcast, you're excited to go to sunny Scottsdale, you go down there and there's an arrow that gives you all the info on where to book your room, where to fly into, and then how to register. And I think an important thing to note is that 
if you register before January 25th, 2020, then you get $100 off your registration. There you go. Perfect. Is there a special website for that people should go to or just the general website and look for the conference link? Either or. So there's ResNet.us and the top tab, you'll see the conference tab. But if you go ResNet.us backslash conference, it'll take you there as well. Just a quick little history, and I'm going to have to tap into Steve because I think, Emma, you're too new. So when did ResNet start having conferences? Back in 2001. 2001. Yeah, and our first conference we had was in, believe it or not, at the center of the Florida Solar Energy Center. And we had maybe around 100 people. Last year, we had more than 700. And one of the things that I think that's unusual for our conference is how these sessions are developed in the wide range. As Emma stated, that this year we're offering almost 120 breakout sessions. This is a unique opportunity to be able to have full choice on what are you interested in learning about. I made a joke to Emma this morning when we talked. It's We're almost now like DirecTV. We have as many sessions as you have channels on DirecTV. But I think that's what I've gone to a lot of conferences in my career. And to me, the worst experience I had is that you just didn't have what you were looking for and it was too limited. And this provides that. The other thing that's kind of interesting that people don't know that's been developed over the years is that this is really an interactive conference that's built by the participants. Each year, we ask for nominations of sessions of people would like to see or people would like to give. We collect them. And then we do a survey of all interested parties on which sessions that people would like to be able to attend. And this is you very significantly in coming up with the determination of which sessions are auctioned. So it's actually a grassroots effort. It's not just staff or a small committee coming up with the menu but it's actually an alert driven by the people who are interested in attending. Yeah, very much use a, a popular term, crowdsourced. I mean, it's really what the crowd wants to be engaged with. And I'm, I'm going to rattle off a couple of topics here, which I find interesting. Thermal performance of log or solid wood structures. And you can actually attend a session on that and learn about that. Duct testing best practices, of course, that makes total sense. But there's so many, such a variety of different avenues, different learning topics that you can have at this conference this coming, this coming February. Yeah, there's some, some major themes within it these come into that gives a sense of organization. For instance, there's one of the sections, a series of sessions looking at technologies and practices that are driving higher efficiency. But we also have issues on programs, policies that are going on right now that affects energy performance. Uh, we also have sessions on how does the real estate industry interact with the rating information going on. And then there's a whole host of sessions then, practical and pragmatic things for raiders to how to improve their game and draw in more customers. Absolutely. And some of the national experts there, like Sarah Adamatis talking about appraisals and hers, will they survive? I mean, this is a really challenging topic to even bring up. It's sort of like you're fearless here with what you talk about. Yes, there is. And then also there's one that's done by builders of looking about what's going to look like in the future, because there is a sea of change and disruptive Business practices and technologies are going into the home building world. Stick frame builds that we're used to now may not be what the future looks like. And this gives a sense from builders who have a further outside of what do these trends look like and what does that mean to consumers, to builders, and to raiders. So the topics actually range to quite a broad audience. So Emma, can you give us an idea of kind of the types of individuals that come? 
Yeah, it's definitely a wide range of people. We have government officials come. Obviously, a lot of HERS raiders show up. We actually did some testimonials last year. We're going to try and do that again this year. But if you go on our YouTube channel, you're able to see HERS raiders and suppliers and everything talk about. And the greatest thing that they say about conference is the networking opportunity. Um, Of course, they enjoy the learning experience and the professional development credits that they get from it. But a big thing is just networking with this community that's very, very intertwined, but they don't get to interact very often. So appraisers, builders, HERS raiders, government officials, code officials, just a very wide range of people are there. And it's always a really fun and exciting time. And I've been going for probably most of those 19 years or 18 years. Yeah, it's almost a family reunion. You see people that you see once a year and it's always just a great time. Absolutely. And I will validate each one of those types of individuals. I've I've seen them, talk with them. It's a real event. If you're anywhere in this kind of market, even not a raider, but just a builder, appraiser, you're going to learn a lot. Right. Even real estate agents who want to learn more about the HERS Index. One thing that we're also offering this year is a HERS Associate course Sunday before conference starts. And we're actually working with the Emerging Leadership Council and EBA's Next Gen Group to kind of bring in students from around the Phoenix area to know more about this industry, but also for a chance for other professionals that are associated with the industry that might not want to receive a full rating designation, but at least get familiar of what the HERS index is and what ResNet does. Fantastic. We could go on and on about this. Any kind of wrap-up thoughts here? We'll just give the listeners some time now, uh, your normal podcast time, go out and take a look at the website, get signed up, take a look at the travel arrangements. (laughs) I think this is one, if you're in the building performance industry or in an industry that rely, that sells homes that are energy efficient or do subcontracting work, this is an event that you don't want to miss. This is the only national event aimed at these specific areas. And as we mentioned before, there's some really exciting events that are going to take place in 2020, which would be a way to focus and get on board on that. But just a wide variety of sessions being offered. There's something for everyone. And then again, as you were mentioning at the end conversation, is this networking opportunity is unsurpassed. You'll be meeting and be able to interact with some of the technical expertise from the national labs, people who've made a very good living on this, leaders of thought in the building and real estate industry. So this is a unique opportunity that you really don't want to miss. And I'll also plug the two town halls. There's one with staff and one with the board of directors also, right? Yes, it is. Yes. We actually added one more this year, and we're doing the Standard Development Committee chairs are also hosting a town hall discussion, so you can find out more about the resonant standards development process. This is an opportunity for you, because many times, frankly, with organizations, it's sort of like the Wizard of Oz, uh, who's behind the curtain, or it seems so mystifying, you really don't know who makes these decisions or what kind of people they are. And we tried it last year for the first time for staff and for the board members. And it was really well received. And this takes the mystery out of it. And then you're actually able to relate to these decision makers on a personal level and get your input in. So this is really a unique part that's done. And I think it is a highlight. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. It's fun. It's an interesting session. And it's, again, bold to do that. You're opening up the doors and letting people look inside and dialogue and find out what the leaders of the organization are doing. Plus, we have a good moderator. Yeah. Who would that be? (laughs) (laughs) Best in the industry. (laughs) Very good. Any closing thoughts, Emma? 
Yeah, one thing I would like to say, actually a couple things. One, attendance is up 55% this time compared to last year. So we're really excited to know that a lot of people are going to be more engaged this year and we are expecting a great turnout. And then also exhibiting and sponsorship opportunities. We are almost sold out of our expo hall. So if anyone's interested in exhibiting, be sure to sign up soon because there's only six spaces left, I believe. And then, of course, there's always unlimited sponsorship opportunities. I think we currently have 30 sponsors signed up and 52 exhibitors. So a lot of great companies are coming to show their support for ResNet and engage with attendees. And whoever's listening, it's probably your competition that's going to be exhibiting. So you should be there too. And it's easy enough to look on the website and find out who's coming. I mean, in terms of the exhibitors. Yeah. So absolutely. Very transparent that way too. Very easy to find that out. Okay. We'll give the listeners the listeners their ears back <laughs> and have them go out and explore the website and make sure they're signed up if they haven't already. Great. Thank you so much, Bill. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Yep. Thank you, Steve. And thank you all for listening to the Res Talk podcast. And we look forward to talking at you next time. Take care, everyone. We want to thank you for listening to this Res Talk podcast, episode 40, which discusses the 2020 ResNet conference. We hope we satisfied some of your curiosity about things that are going on. If you're a pro in the building market, surf on over to resnet.us slash professional to learn more to join the email list. You can also find ResNet on Facebook or Twitter, Twitter handle at ResNet, R-E-S-N-E-T, U-S. Here's a quote for today. Collaboration is a key part of the success of any organization, executed through a clearly defined vision and mission based on transparency and constant communication. This is by Dinesh Palawal, who is the CEO of Harman Corporation, Harman International. And I think you can see how this resonates, this quote resonates with the collaboration, the efforts, the community building activities that Resonance putting forth in the ResNet 2020 conference. If you've not subscribed yet, please do so. That way you always get the latest issues of the ResTalk podcast as soon as they come out. And as always, thank you for listening to ResTalk. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the ResTalk podcast. This podcast is hosted by Bill Spohn and is a production of ResNet, the Residential Energy Services Network. The best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe on an iPhone using the podcast app or on an Android device by downloading the Stitcher app and searching for ResTalk. If you are willing, a review on iTunes of the podcast app will help others find the show and would be very much appreciated. We look forward to talking again soon on ResTalk.